You're listening to episode six of Content Marketing for Coaches. On today's episode, I'm going to speak with you about this little content conundrum. And I can guarantee if you're doing this, it's costing you coaching clients. Coaches, let's be honest. Marketing our business is hard as hell, but we absolutely love what we do. We love to coach. So how do we attract new customers, stay motivated, and make that money all while maintaining some sort of a personal life? I hear you. I got you. This is Content Marketing for Coaches, and I'm your host, Stuart Swayze. What's up, friends and fellow coaches? How the heck are you? And happy holidays. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season and an amazing new year. Now, today I'm going to talk to you about something that I come across way, way, way too often when I'm coaching my clients. In fact, I've suffered from it as well. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you a story about a life coach named Hunter. But this can apply to any type of coach. So if you're a career coach, leadership coach, health coach, it doesn't matter. I want you to listen to Hunter's story. I want you to learn what she's doing wrong. And I want you to see if you're doing the same thing. Does that make sense? Okay. So let's start with a little background. So Hunter is a single mother with two beautiful kiddos and has spent 15 years in corporate finance. So for the last 15 plus years, Hunter has been building a network of contacts. For years, she's been posting on social media about leadership, industry news, finance, and of course, pics of her family. Hunter has built up a decent audience of friends, colleagues, and industry peers. A year ago, Hunter decided to step away from the corporate world to become a life coach, helping single mothers rediscover themselves after divorce. Now, Hunter started her business because she's passionate about helping people and would like to spend more time with her kids. She really wants her life coaching business to succeed, but is struggling to consistently attract clients. Because she absolutely loves helping people succeed, she continues to keep up with her previous colleagues and contacts. She shares on social media content they enjoy, like leadership tips she came across during her coach training program, and finance tips as well. I mean, Hunter wants to carry on those conversations, help everyone, and continue the relationship she's built up over the last 15 plus years. I mean, I'm sure we all feel this way too. To market her life coaching business, Hunter also posts videos and blogs offering specific tips, frameworks, and inspirational ideas for single and divorced mothers. She's hoping by posting this content, her coaching prospects will come running to her business. But they don't. Hunter is working so hard. She feels overwhelmed with how much marketing she's doing. But she believes if she works just a little bit harder and puts in more hours, those coaching clients will come. Her fingers and her toes are crossed. She's sitting there thinking, please, please, please let that damn break. Let those coaching clients come flooding in. I really don't want to start looking for a job again. 
In one moment, Hunter feels like she's doing everything she can to build her life coaching business. Then, in the next moment, she's uneasy. She senses something is wrong. The emotional swings are making her question herself. Her confidence is wavering. Hunter is wondering if her life coaching business will survive. At night, she occasionally looks at job boards just in case something happens or, or just in case she sees a job that she kind of maybe might enjoy without waking up on Monday morning hating herself for giving up her coaching business. You see, Hunter really doesn't want to go back to the corporate workforce. The thought of it gives her those, those nervous chills, the heebie-jeebies, kind of like walking through a cobweb at night. Whoa. Hunter, if you're listening out there, hear me now. I'm talking directly to you. I'm about to tell you the problem you're facing and how to overcome it. Hunter, what I'm about to tell you will be hard. You will struggle with it. Your current audience, they're completely different than your ideal audience. Think about it. Deep down, you know this. You've built up a network and an audience over the last 15 years, and you want to help as many people as possible. I get that. So you continue to create content for that audience, you know, to maintain relationships. You're worried about holding on to this audience and don't want to disappoint them or alienate them. I understand. They're your family, your friends, former colleagues, and industry peers. But because of this, you're straddling both sides of the fence. You're trying so hard to find that happy middle ground that appeals to both groups. Hunter, listen. In all honesty, you're not resonating with either group. And by not resonating with them, you're actually not serving either one of them. You are hurting your business. Your current audience is, well, supportive. They're giving you those soft golf claps, aka hitting that like button on your social media post. And, and you wait there hoping they might send you a coaching referral. But I hate to tell you, they won't. Here's why. They're all quietly wondering if and when you're going to come back to the corporate world. You see, your friends, family, and former colleagues they can see you're straddling the fence too. They know you're not fully committed. And your new audience, the few coaching prospects that might be just following you right now, they're wondering if you're a for real coach. But they can't quite figure it out because your content is freaking all over the place. They look at your social media and can't tell if you're, wait, are you, are you a finance coach? Hmm. Maybe, no, maybe you're a leadership coach. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. Are you a coach that helps divorced mothers? And if you're a coach that helps divorced mothers, what do you actually help them with? No freaking clue. All because you're straddling that damn content fence. Hunter, 
If you want your coaching business to succeed, if you don't want to go back to the corporate world, if you want to attract your ideal customers and sign those clients, it's time to stop straddling the fence. It's time to stop posting content for your current audience, you know, to maintain those relationships. Today, tomorrow, and the next day, your content has to start speaking only to who you want to reach, your coaching audience, your ideal customers. Changing who you create content for, well, it may hurt now. You will lose some of your network and your audience. That is a fact. But, I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> How well do you actually know all of them anyway? You're probably close to maybe 10 or, or 20 tops. Hunter, here's what's going to happen. After you get over the pain of losing a few followers on social media that really didn't give a flying freak about you in the first place, the content you post will start paying off. The content you post will start attracting ideal customers. So here's what you need to do. I'm gonna give you five steps. Listen hard and put these steps into action. Step number one, we already talked about it, but you have to immediately stop posting content for your current audience. It will be hard. You have to do it. Number two, over the next two weeks, I want you to reach out to and interview 10 people that fit what you think your ideal customer is. I want you to learn from them. I want you to learn about their challenges, opportunities, wants, needs, and desires. Step number three, take what you've learned from those interviews and develop a detailed ideal customer profile. Step number four, once you have a detailed ideal customer profile, use that profile to develop a full-on content strategy. One that includes a targeted content plan to create and attract ideal clients. And step number five, once you've created that content plan, start producing client attracting content day in and day out that speaks directly to your new audience, your coaching business's audience. When you start creating content only for your ideal audience. With a little time, your new ideal audience will grow. Your new ideal audience full of coaching prospects will know exactly who you are. You are a fully committed rock star coach. Your new audience will know exactly how you can help them. Hunter, you will build your no like and trust factor. And here's the crazy thing. You know your old audience that's stuck around? They'll see how committed you are to coaching and know exactly who you help and how you help them. Remember those soft claps? Well, those soft claps, they'll turn into referrals. I'm not kidding. 
It's crazy how this works. When you stop straddling the content fence, clients will start knocking down your door. Your coaching business will succeed. My friends and fellow coaches, take a moment to think about what you post online. I bet a lot of you are facing the same problem. Are you straddling the fence? Are you trying to help too many people and aren't creating content only for your ideal customers? Are you worried about losing followers? Look, I know you're ready to start creating content only for your ideal customers. I know you're ready to commit and grow your coaching business. I can feel it. You have the knowledge, you have the tools, and you have the strength to make this change. You have no idea how excited I am for you. Now get out there, start creating amazing content, and go change those lives. All right, that's all for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to get notified when the next episode comes out. And as always, feel free to reach out to me on social media. I'm in the process of building my Instagram account. I'd love to connect with you on there. You can find me at Swayze-S-T-S-W-A-Y-Z-E-S-T or by searching for Stuart Swayze. Take care, my friends.